Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you will hide me behind the cross, that you give me access and ability to minister in the third heaven. I take authority of that atmosphere. I cast out every unclean spirit, every spirit that's not of the spirit of God. I cast you out. I call forth the power and the anointing of God. Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do it now. God, that you would bring forth revelation, that you would bring forth teaching, clarity and understanding before your people are today, God that they could see what's going on behind the scenes. God, I pray that you will open up the books of heaven, oh God, that you bring clear revelation for your people. In Jesus' name, I pray. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be, don't follow the leader. Follow God's instructions. And I'm going to be talking from the book of Genesis Genesis 6, 1 through 7. Genesis 8, 17 through 18. Genesis 10, verses 8 through 10. Genesis 11, chapter 1 through 9. And I looked up the word instructions. It says a direct order, a direction. And I looked up the word leader. It says the person who leads or commands a group or organization or country. God gave me this message based on the Pope trying to change the Ten Commandments. But hopefully after today you will have a clear understanding really what's going on behind the scenes. There's another person that's behind the mask that you see. And your government in your political institutions. There's another hidden agenda that's going on. But before it even happened in this age or this dispensation, it happened long time ago. We're gonna be talking about Nimrod. We're gonna talk about how God gave them specific instructions after the flood. But just like man, we always come up what we want to do. So they became like free spirits. But they forgot what God had said. They forgot that God had spared their family. They forgot all of these things. And I looked at people now, and we're up in the beginning or this, this mass stage now of the great falling away. People's mind is not on God. Their mind is on every other thing. And just like the book told you, in the days of Moses, they're going to be eating and drinking and carrying on like nothing ain't going on. But signs and wonders is in the land. And the signs and wonders is in your political arena. But some of you are so bent on following a person that you are hellbound. Because a man will lead you where they're going. That's why you need to know what's behind the man. And man, I say man, I'm not talking about a gender, a woman, or a man. I'm talking about gender and nature. You need to know what's going on behind the scenes. And one of the things that people do not have is discernment. They're falling down discernment of what somebody's told them on one of the uh, social media stages. 
house of God. And if I've always said one of the greatest things that, that's in the church is unforgiveness, and the second one, they don't know the voice of God. They know the voice of a man, but they don't know the voice of God. Don't follow the leader. Follow God's instructions. When you're lost, when you don't know what to do, you always go to the scriptures. The government will always change laws. Do amendments or amendments. They will alter everything to fit their agenda. And I find out too, their spirit is so strong about following a man and man is falling away daily. But yet you're still going to follow. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with listening to the news because the news is not the real news. They only tell you what they want you to see. And you better get into a place that you get discernment. God has left us everything in this earth for us to make it until he comes back. But you let man's power and authority overshadow your consciousness. Take over your spirit, your intellect. But yet you read the word of God, you come here, jump and shout, and you pay your tithes and offering. But why is God not stronger in your spirit than what you hear on the outside? There's a strong delusion in the land. And if Satan, he's not worried about what's out there in the world, what you're looking at, he's going to come after the church with full force. And 2023 is just around the corner. And you're still doing the same thing. Amos said in 8 and verse 11, a famine is coming in the land, but not of bread, nor water, but hearing the word of God. I looked up the word healing, hearing. And if you think about what's going on, nobody's hearing the word. You're reading it, but you're not hearing. There's an outer hearing, there's an inner hearing, and people don't have it. The faculty of perceiving sound, able to hear well, not deaf, but why is it that people are becoming deaf to what God is saying? But their ears are wide open to their spirit. And if you move it in a, a direction other than God, there's something else that's driving your spirit in Babylon. There's something else that's driving you to do what you want to do. You're too caught up in something that's in Babylon. Because why God is not governing your spirit? Why God is not the foundation? Let's go to Genesis 6. Now it came to pass, verse 1, when man began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw that the daughters of man, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And we know that the sons, they were the fallen angels. Let's go on down. Verse 3. It says, and the Lord said, my spirit shall not dwell 
with man forever. For he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. I'm going down to verse 6. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of his thought of his heart was only evil continuously. So that I want to talk about this for a minute. You're worried about somebody else's doing it. But it's the evil thing that's in you that's producing and causing evil things to come to you. Because evil draws evil like the spirit of Christ draws the things of the spirit of Christ. If evil is always hounding you, if evil is always overtaking you, there's something in you that needs to be set free and delivered from. And it's in my flesh. It's in my bones. And that's something I have not given to God. And one thing that I learned about when it's evil that's in you and it's drawing evil, that means you become numb to the spirit of Christ. And you have put God to the side. And you're doing everything that you want. I want to read this. And that every intent of his thought, of his heart, was only evil continuously. That's something that you've got to constantly lay before God. Is the evil thoughts my wicked ways? And all of the things that I have to overtake and overcome. But you're not casting down every thought, everything that hath thing that exalt itself against the knowledge and the power of God. You're entertaining it. And you in an hour now. That whatever you're willing in your flesh, God is going to yield it and let it happen to you. He just he destroyed the earth. So what he's going to do is going to let your evil thoughts that's in the earth destroy you. You're not going to be able to come up into a higher place in God because of where you are mentally. That's why some people are still struggling in elementary things of God. Because it's the evil intent. You're trying to go up higher, but God sees what's down inside of you. God is the only one that really sees what's down in your soul. You can fake it and you can pretend to man, to the pastor, to the five-fold ministry, the mother of the church, the deacon board, the usher board. But you cannot pretend with God. God told Jeremiah that your evil ways would judge you. And this is what is happening now. That's why a lot of people that's in the church is not where they should be because they allowed man and what was inside of their pastor to lead them down a road of destruction. That's why God is going to allow a lot of things that you think were going to happen in 2023, and it's going to be by the hand of God. It is not going to be by the hand of Satan. You got to remember, God created evil for an evil man and an evil day, and the earth is wicked. The earth is corrupt. The earth 
is going down. And, and if you are in the earth huh, and you're not lifting up and fueling your eyes up to Jesus Christ, I look to the hills for which come in my help. I'm not looking in Babylon for my sources. I'm looking for God to come in and work me of the working power in me because you need to understand what is going on in the earth. Huh? Man is going down huh? because man has failed to do what God has called them to do. But you in church playing. The church of Philadelphia talks about an open door from God. And that open door is to escape the things in this hour. I pray that you have the open door that God has placed in the church in this last hour that you will be able to escape. That you will be able to do what God is calling you to do. We need to understand what is going on. We need to understand what God is saying in this hour. But yet our mind is so on everything else. It's on your problems. It's on what somebody's doing, what they said, what your neighbor's doing, what your child is doing, what the, uh, the government is doing, is what the pastor's doing. You don't need to be focused on that. You need to be focused on the things of God. But our mind is on everything else but what God is saying. And that evil intent it's working in the land in this hour. And I ask you today, is your soul right with God? Are you in that place? If Jesus comes, are you ready? Like you say that you are. Like you testify. Like you witness that you are. But the church, I tell you today, we got a lot of work to do. Because we're still following man. And the devil is making you tired where you don't want to pray, where you don't want to look at everything that's God that's keeping us and our eyes fixed on heavenly things. It's harder for us to do. So you're going to have to contend with this. This flesh that reeks and drinks corruption. That's why you got to be careful what you're allowing, what you're entertaining. You can't even entertain your own self now. You entertain your own self, you go out and kill somebody. You got to understand something. We just had something major to happen before Thanksgiving, and that's that boy killing all of them people. This is serious in the hour. I told you that's a strong delusion in the land. That dog that's in Philadelphia, that way to escape. going to have to contend for our faith. And if you are not really into the things of God, you're going to go down. But yet you're going to be in the church saying, Jesus. But God is saying, depart from me. I've given you enough time. The doors of the Gentiles is closing. And you keep acting like you got time. But time is winding up. Because no man knows when the hour 
is coming. Let's go. Genesis 6 and 6. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. God is sad about this. So the Lord said, I will not destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast, creeping things and birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. When you go to Genesis 8, 17 through 18. But this is one of the things that I want to say. God addresses Noah and his sons after the flood. The world had been destroyed and Noah and his sons are created with the task of repopulating the world. God gives us instructions. But we take it and do what we want. One of the things about being a good soldier, one of the things is about being a born-again believer is being able to follow instructions. But you don't understand that the voice in you is louder than the voice that's in the Holy Spirit that's talking to you. God said he's going to let you have the Spirit because the Spirit's going to stay with you. But God said it doesn't mean that you're going to have it enough to hear me because there's so many things on top of it. So many people are not going to make it like they think. And I'm talking about in the household of faith. They're not going to make it because they're going to be able to follow instructions because they're over here, they're over there. They're they just everywhere because they mind. One of the things do the Romans 20 chapter tells you is that one of the things that you're going to find to face in this last hour is the fact that you are going to have confusion of the mind. A lot of times we don't understand what's going on. But you want to know why you got to lay on somebody's couch? Why are you always in a state of depression or going through a suffering? It's because you're not obeying God's voice. If you're obeying God, all things are well with you. You shall eat of the fat of the land. But you're looking at these philosophy preachers telling you to live any kind of way that you want and God's going to bless you. But whatever man sows, that which he shall also reap. And the church it's going to go through a terrible state. Because every man is going after their own desires and their own ways. Nobody is trying to reel themselves in and walk a tight line. Nobody's talking about holiness. Huh? Shall no man see the Lord? Huh? But you got to understand something. A little bit of leaven huh? is going to destroy the whole Lord. Huh? You need to understand something. In this hour, huh? you need to follow what God is telling you. Huh? If you don't know the voice of God, you need to stop fasting and praying for money, houses, and land, and a better life. There's not going to be a better life. Why would God bless you? And you'll send a blessing somewhere else. You're your worst enemy. You stop the blessing of God. The pastor don't do it. You do it. Nobody's hindering you. Because God has set you free. You've been delivered as you say. Why are you bound? You're bound because you're not obeying the voice of God. That's why it's a struggle in your life. There's always a change holding you down. I got to fight. I got to contend with something. And 
And some of you thinking you're fighting a devil that's holding it. God said it's me that's holding it. I know people that God blessed and they have turned. Money ain't good for everybody. Because God knows what it'll take to bless you and get you to the next place. And God knows what it'll take to cause you to, to stray away from him. Because everybody I know, Trinidad's got money. They ain't trying to follow the Lord. It's very few. The Bible tells you it's hard for a rich man to enter through the kingdom of an eye of a needle. But that's all your whole focus is. It's on money. If I can just have money to do this, just have money to do this. What is having money and losing your soul? What is having all of these things in your life and yet you're not productive in the kingdom of God? You need to understand something. The only thing that's going to last is what you do for God. The things that you do is not going to last. It's going to burn up. It's going to rot. It's going to decay because it's not going into heavenly places. Anything in here is not going into heavenly places. You need to understand something. Your body is going to rot. Your spirit is going to be with the Lord. So why are you trying to build a mansion down here? And then now all of a sudden, you get up in the heaven. You're thinking that you see don't you see down here. It's going to be in the heavenly places. The devil didn't see you now. You need to start building up stuff in the kingdom. In the heavenly places of God. And God is going to show the church his power. And he told them, be fruitful and increase in the numbers and fill the earth. Let's go to Genesis, the 10th chapter. And I'm going to start at verse 8. We're going to be talking about a man. The sons of Ham were Cush. Cush begot Nimrod. He became to be a mighty one on the earth. This man was, they said that he was taller than the average man. And he became a mighty man on the earth. Verse 9, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord, before it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. His name means a skillful hunter. Nimrod was the grandson of Noah through the line of Cush. Verse 10, and the beginning of the kingdoms were Baal. And all the time when I was reading this, and I've always read this, I knew about Baal, but he had other ones. He had Erock, Acadia, and Kalni. And it says it was in the land of Shinar. And I want to tell you some things about him. Nimrod was one of those mighty men. And there is also evidence that he was much larger than the average man. A giant. 
But this is the thing that God gave me. In order for Nimrod to lead the people, remember you need, to you need someone above you to speak to you. How can they lead you? He was tall in stature. He was mighty. He was strong. He had dominant power. People look up to that. He had to have all of that in order to lead people. This is why you need to be careful what is strong or what's over you that's oppressing you. Because whenever you vote for somebody, because everybody now was trying to get Trump out. Before Trump, it was what? Obama. Everybody was trying to get Obama out. Then everybody was trying to get Trump out. But everybody played up Trump and, 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 got, and, and was mad at Obama. Then guess what? When Biden came on the scene, everybody was mad at Trump. Now they're trying to get Biden out. You've got to understand something. It's always going to be confusion in government. Anytime that man is in charge. So don't think nothing better is going to happen in your government. And the Bible clearly tells you that we're in the last days. Why are you expecting and putting your hope and following a leader? And every one of them has dirt on them. That's why they have a marketing team. And what do the opponent do? Digs up their garbage and they air it on TV what they done wrong. But people still vote for them. I told you about the hearing, the word of God. They can't hear. They keep telling you it's gonna be a water shortage, it's gonna be a food shortage. You still going to get what you what you what is there? And some of it is what you need. It just depends on where you go. They're controlling the masses. One of the ways that Nimrod controlled them people, he brought fear upon them. That's how they control you. Before Hitler took all of them Jews in that Nazi camp, he put fear in them. itself. But you keep hoping that Jesus Christ is going to get in the system and fix it. God ain't going to get in the system. Why he ain't done it? God is in the people. The people creates the system. But we don't understand that. Don't follow the leader. Follow God's instructions. But no, God is always on the back burner in a society in an hour that we're in now. And you don't understand what they're doing, but your mind is thinking that the Pope, because he looks a certain way, or because he dressed in white, because he dressed in royalty and purple, you really think, uh, and, and all of these things, you're captivated by what you see on the outside. And the Roman Catholic Church has been known to be the one of the biggest leading in pedophilias. But yet, he makes a noise all over the world. And everybody stands still. Like they did in the book of Daniel. 
When they sounded a trump in the heart, they had to worship the, the, um, that tile statue. Pope is the tile statue. When they sound the trumpet, the obelisk, and he's there in this hour. He's taller than your president here. We're talking about somebody that goes all over the world. And everybody dances to his beat. So when they play it, all of the world, we all standing still looking at what the Pope said. And we're all in different countries. The Bible is fulfilling itself. But you don't see that. All you're seeing is what they want you to see. That's how they're going to captivate you. That's how the strong delusion is taking in. Because you are not paying attention to the scriptures. But you're looking at man's feet and how they're moving and doing this. And, and they and they luxuries and they royalties. All of the money and all of that stuff. But the Bible says that your, your money and stuff perish with you. We're coming into one of the greatest evil hours that the world has ever seen. And the Bible tells you that this thing ain't nothing new under the sun. And they were giving it to marriage and drinking and carrying on like they're doing now. And God struck the earth and saved the remnant. Eight people survived. But you come to church jumping and shouting. And you don't have a revelation of the end time. You can't see that Nimrod is already here gathering his army. He was a selfish person. Let's go to Genesis, the 11th chapter, 1 through 9. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. Remember, he built what? All of those cities there. And they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, come, let us make brick and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. Everything was already in the earth. Satan is using everything that's already in the earth to reproduce what he wants. When you go back to the Genesis, the sixth chapter, he said everything that they could, creepy thing was going to reproduce after its own kind. So what God said, it stays in the earth. So Satan takes that and manipulates it and reproduces after his own kind. 
That's why one family can have this and the whole family has it because it's reproducing after his own kind until God comes in and breaks it. You don't really understand why salvation in Jesus Christ, God sent his only begotten son to down the cross for your sin. If Jesus Christ hadn't came on the scene, huh, everything would still continue to reproduce after evil, after evil, after evil. You got to understand something. Huh? Satan mixed himself with the seed of a woman. You don't understand. Satan mixed himself with your grandmama, your grandmama, and your granddaddy, granddaddy seed. But because of Jesus Christ. He broke the back of the enemy. No man take my life. I got the power to lay it down. I got the power to resurrect you in the time I want. But Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of my soul from damnation. Why are you keep sinning? Why you keep walking away from him? Why do you keep needing another man to lead you down that pathway of destruction, overtaking you, captivating your mind and your spirit? You know how they do it? Because you are standing in line for three hours to vote. Don't let, don't let the church be locked. You're going to turn around and leave after five minutes. But we worship in the obelisk. Who, so who's really running the world? I told you the bigger boys had this meeting every year to decide what they're going to do, how they're going to get more money out of you, and how they're going to create fear, and how they test you with different things. That's how they can come back in and do something different than they did in 1997. Now it's 1999, and then now it's 2000 and something. They saw what it did. They go and gather statistics on you. So you're still a puppet in Babylon. And you move to their command. But you don't see that. But they change in laws. They change in the seasons. Oh, they messing with the environment. But yet you still a puppet in the puppet master's hand. And you've been on the string so long that you're not allowing God to deliver you and cut you free. So you take on their mind. So you're reproducing after whatever it is that they put in you. So that's the reason why you can't get set free. That's why you continue to be double-minded in the house of God. That's why you are unstable in all your ways. You over here for healing. And then you run into the doctor. You don't want to fast and pray. You don't want to sit still with yourself because you're corrupt. You know you don't like who you really are. Instead of taking it to God that God can deliver you and set you free. No, you're going to run here and there. You keep making your own blessing. And then when it falls down to the ground... You want to know why it's not being productive. Huh? God said, how can I allow it to, to reproduce? And I know what it's going to do to you. Huh? Even though you're not fully my will. Huh? But because of my blood that was shed on carry from your sins. Huh? He said, when you told me to come into your life. Huh? He said, I'm married to you. There's no contract until you close your eyes. But we keep trying to get out of God's contract. 
We keep trying to get from under that blood. That's the contract. He said, I wrote it in blood. All the tables on your heart. The Ten Commandments. But now, you want other things to do it. So you overwhelm. But you can focus on everything else but God. But we don't want God to overtake us. We don't want God to do anything in our lives. Verse 4. And they said, come let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the earth. You got to understand that they had God's knowledge. You got God's knowledge, but you still got a will. He didn't stop it then. He let them do it to a certain point. Isn't that what God let you do? He let you run to a certain point. Did he stop? He said, I'm a God, I change if not. But they tell you that the old commandment is done away with. But I see characteristics of the old commandments in this day and time. But you don't understand that you're under a strong delusion. You're not under the curse of the law. Because Jesus Christ has already come and shed his blood. He's already come and washed you. He's destroyed everything in your life by the flood. When they crossed over the Red Sea, that was the greatest baptism. You need to understand something. You just need to decide what side you're going to stay on. If you're going to stay in Egypt, you stay in Egypt. But if you're going to go into the land of Canaan, you need to get ready to fight. Fight for what? Your soul. Because there's giants over there. That's Nimrod. He's constantly trying to persuade you to come over here. But you can't see it. You, you, you're lost. You're always confused. You've been playing this church game for so long, but you just can't get free. I see so many people, they, they, they just always going through this and that and huh, then they blaming God for this and that huh, but yet they don't want to come to church huh, they don't want to serve God huh, they trying to do it their way you cannot do it your way huh, you got to follow God's instructions you got to follow God's voice huh, you got to follow and do what God is telling you to do you cannot follow your advice huh, and then follow God's advice the next day huh, you got to constantly stay connected to the higher power that higher power is the rock of Jesus Christ I have to stop here and I have to read you this. Nimrod is connected with the Tower of Babel. And this is Josephus. We talked about Josephus. Nimrod said he would be revenged on God if he should have a mind to down the world again. He was worried. Nimrod is in rebellion. He's worried about what God is going to do. So he's building the Tower of Babel, but he's got an 
animosity in his heart with God? Have you ever tried to move in God, but yet you got animosity in your heart? Because God has done something that I didn't agree with. But you didn't have to be in agreement with God. He's still God. When your president, you're not in agreement with him, what do you do? You don't hold no animosity in your heart. You see how Satan deceives you? You just go along with it, and it just become at the norm. But then you will stay mad at God for years. And God is all the time is trying to protect you. So Nimrod didn't want God to drown the world again because he was mad. Wouldn't you say that he was connected to the giants? So you can call up a dead spirit. Witchcraft is nothing, witchcraft is nothing new in the land. What spirit are you really connected to? He said, my sheep know my voice and no other will they follow. Why are you following everything else but the God that you claiming that you serve? See, we got him in our mind, but we don't have him in our heart. And we just like Nimrod, mad at what God had did. You got to be careful who's talking to you at night. For that he would build a tower too high for the water to reach. And that he would avenge himself on God for destroying their forefathers. And this is very interesting because I have to read you this. The motive according to Josephus for building a tower of Babel was to protect humanity against another flood. But the reason for the first flood was humanity, wickedness, and rebellion. Let's deal with you. You're mad at God for not doing something that you wanted him to do. But the reason why God destroyed it, I didn't let it come to fruition because there was something in you. A lot of times we don't understand that some things that we do hold up God's blessing on our lives because God knows what's deep, deep down inside of your heart. That's why if you don't have a love for God, it's not in your mind like you think it is. Yeah, I love God because it's easy to be programmed. But to have the love of God down in your heart, that ain't something that's programmed. That's something that's built over a period of time. That's why you got to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why you got to be born again. That's why you got to be set free and delivered. That's why you got to be in a place that God can deal with you and your wicked ways and your wicked heart and why you're mad at grandmom and dad and everybody else. But when I gave you the paper mad at God, everybody's like, woo, that ain't me. But yes, it's all of us. Because God has done some things, allowed some things in our lives not to come to fruition because of what is us. But we don't understand that God was protecting us. God was protecting humanity. They had to follow God's commandment. 
So God had to scatter them. If God don't scatter them thoughts from your mind, you'll build a tower straight to hell too. But your good ways. No, not one. There's no, not one that's good. But you serve a good God with your wicked self, with my wicked self, because my members want to act a fool and cuss you out. Because of my love that overshadows me, causes me to repent. But you keep right on doing things. And then you guess what? Because you got so accustomed to doing it and programmed. The obelisk, when we jumped and shouted and the music kept going, we go up and we lift up because we're programmed. The music programmed you. The music in your heart programmed you. The rhythm of your movement programmed you. The energy around you programmed you. Because everybody has energy. But does it mean that it's a good energy or a bad energy? So you're programmed based on your own self. Or you drunk on your own wine, it's the same thing. So because of the energy that I've already caused them, made it myself to do it. So I continue to go and do what I want to do. But yet I'm really not tapping into the true power or the true energy of the living Christ. I'm already just tapped into an energy that's around me. And I continue to do sin, do corruption. But yet, God is not the one that's the governing of my heart and my mind. Church, we are in trouble. Not only do you have yourself to contend with, you got the earth, or Babylon as I always call it, that's in you. How do you stay in a place that God is the center? That's why you have to walk close up to God. Because what's coming on the earth is going to overtake you. Some of you saying, no, it's not. If you already fallen now, a headache you stay home. Or feeling you don't want to do something, you don't come, you don't do anything. You're going to be the first one. And the thing about it is the ones that think they're not subject to it are going to be the first ones to fall because they're weak. They don't know how to stand. They don't know how to fight. Just like God said, let us come down and see what's going on. God will fight your battles. If you allow him, if you ask him, when I call on the Lord, he shall answer in my distress. But when you're thinking you're stronger than God, you're not in a distressed state. You're just operating on your own power, your own energy, or that negative energy. It's going to take a heart that's broken by the things and the suffering of the world to cause you to fall in love with God. don't understand what's finna happen. You don't understand how you're going to be a captive by your own thoughts 
and your own ways. Let's we go down, verse 5. But the Lord said, Come down to the city and the tower which the sons of man had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language, and this is what they begin to do. Now nothing they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down. And it says, and there. It says, confuse their language, that they may not understand one another. So that's why God got to come in and change your language. So when the enemy comes at you, he's looking for a, a certain dialect with you. That's why you have the Holy Ghost. I told you everything that you need is already here, that God has already given it to you as a born-again believer. Because you don't tap into the power of the Holy Ghost. You already tapping into a man's power, a man's energy. You got to really be able to discern. And we don't understand that. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, it, is, it says, its name is called Babel because the Lord confused their language. I want to talk to you about something. You got the Ten Commandments. The first five deals with God and man. Six through the rest of them. Five down, well, six down deals with man to man, how you should treat one another. The Pope's Ten Commandments on climate change. Pope Francis released a sweeping statement about the environment calling for cultural revolution. I want to talk about that. To change our lifestyle. I know you think of the Pope as all great and, you know, he, he knows all of this stuff. This came from China, 1966 through 76. Cultural revolution, go look it up. And now this is what I want to tell you. They are the people that control the nation. But they got to sell you something in order for you to come, to come under the umbrella. The world at large, not us. In order to move the masses, I have to speak a delusion and control their minds and pretend like I'm doing a good thing. The Bible tells you this world will be destroyed by fire. God said, I'm not going to do it by a flood. But they're coming up with a way, just like Nimrod did, to outsmart God and to make God's plan not come to fruition. But can't nobody stop the hand of God. These Ten Commandments is to change, not you, but your children choose your children. So they won't make it in. Cultural revolution. A political upheaval in China in 1966 through 76. So the Pope just didn't think of this. 
According to the leader, leader and figurehead, Mozy Don, M-A-O-Z-E-D-O-N, the culture revolution. It says aim to restore socialism by cleaning the state, the party, and society of bourgeois and reactionary elements. But this is what I want to say about Mazi Don, also known as Ch Chairman Maz, was a Chinese communist. You see how he's saying one thing, but he's getting a culture. For something happened in 1966, he's finna incorporate it again. I told you history does what? Repeat itself. I want you to see this. Under the communist, it says the absolute power in place in the hands of a few individuals. They are the people that control the nations, the world at large, not us. But this is what the Pope then told you. I'm just gonna read a few of them. But he's not gonna tell you what they're doing behind the scenes. I'm just pulling the mask off of what he's really telling y'all. Because he knows y'all not gonna research and do anything. You're not gonna go into libraries. But what you're gonna do, you're gonna get up there and listen to all the gossip. All, everything they got on the political arena. What they doing to Donald Trump. And if you notice, everybody that's really been pulling the covers off for years, they're under persecution. We're in a cultural change. And God is stirring up the hearts of the people, saved and unsaved, to challenge what? The culture at stake. But this is what your Pope told you. Think of future generations. Embrace alternative energy sources. Consider population effects on the poor. Take the bus. Humble. Be humble. Don't become a slave to your phone. This is all the things the Pope is saying. But he's bringing in another agenda. But you in church jumping and shouting, but you don't have a revelation of the end times. Mozidon was a communist. One world order. That means they're gonna take away your rights. And they're doing it already. That's why when you're working, they're changing laws to keep you busy in the rat race. Don't follow the leader. Follow God's instructions. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen.